Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. Oh, one. That's right. They, they won one. This is Dan Patrick. Ah, uh, made it to a Friday. Traeger Meat Friday. We imported one of the great grill masters in the country. Chad is on campus here, and we got the Traeger grills all fired up. Morale is very high. Fritzy has one foot in the studio, one foot on a plane to Hawaii. Got a festive hat on today. I love this hat. Oh, it's like the greatest Bronco purchase ever. Friday Fritzy is very, very dangerous. He's got a couple of guest books, so uh, he's ready to go. Ready well, to- the holiday sports name headline deal, if we get to that at some point, if you let me do those. Wait a minute here. What? I didn't know that was in it. In, there was no agreement. You you can't pitch it on air. Now I look like the bad guy if I say no You're to you. You're definitely the bad guy if we can't work in holiday sports day. Or I could be viewed as the good guy if I say <laughs> no to you. See, I just talked about the negative the grievance thing. I addressed that was the first thing I addressed, getting negative. Okay. If you don't have names, sports names that are modern. I can't control who's born when with, with holiday last names. That's that's not fair. Think about it. How about this? The cutoff is names before 1985 are not allowable. Ooh. Your Christmas sports-related names. I think I have like four names now out of the 73. But, but all you rule. do is just bring back the ones you brought back the year before and then the year before that. I do that, but there are people that may not have heard them before that they're enjoying them Ted, or not for the first time. Ted Prancer. <laughs> He's a pitcher for the Diamond. Nothing wrong with bringing back Matt Holiday. It just makes sense. I know. I'm I know. just saying. But it's the same ones. People want to hear new ones. You know, like what I do, like I kind of cheated, like Rob Reindeer. His name's not Reindeer. His name is Deer. But then I have to kind of connect the dots a little bit to make it No, but Rain, Rob Reindeer, who played for the Tigers back in, what, the 80s? I think the average fan of the show has no idea who Rob Deer is. No, no. That's unfortunate. Okay. They should people study in, up on baseball. People in Detroit might know Rob Reindeer. Maybe I was just trying to get the attention of Detroit. I, wasn't, I was kind oh, of so alienating the rest of the country. Okay. Sail. I think I'm already done with today's show, by the way. <laughs> this Sail. is the direction we're going. I think I'm just going to, for everybody's mental health, I might just call it right now. Well, I walk in. And I'll see f- you guys in uh, 2020. And the first thing that I hear is Todd doing his Bernie Sanders impersonation. Uh, excuse me, if I may. <laughs> I understand this is the final show of the year. Is this the final show forever? You're coming back. What's happening? Excuse me. If I can defer to the host. I got 10 seconds still. You've cornered the market on Bernie Sanders impersonation. And Don Pardo. So, yeah. It sounds a lot like his... Uh, Three feet is a yard! That yeah. one. Yeah. Each <laughs> inch. You give me 12 inches, we get a foot. Three feet, a yard. 100 yards, we're in the end zone. Wow. The same impression. 
Oh, excuse me, Al Pacino, okay. if I may. <laughs> okay. I'm running for president here. All right. I'll see you guys next year. Yeah. <sighs> Friday Fritzy, dangerous. So he's got his Bronco hat on that lights up. He's got a Bronco. I was miserable a month sweater. ago when this came in the mail and I flipped a switch and it said batteries included or whatever and it didn't work. I tried to put another battery in, it didn't work. They sent me a defective one. I was so upset. And then I sent it back and they sent me another one. And I sent back the, the one that wasn't working, and then they credited my account, and I didn't say anything about it. So I think this is kind of like a free holiday Bronco. This hat. program brought to you by True Car, although they might want to have second thoughts about that. Uh, True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want. So when you're ready to discover, buy, or sell your next car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Mark Jackson, the uh, former player, ESPN, ABC, NBA analyst, will recap what we saw last night with the Bucks and the Lakers. Chris Sims from NBC Sports. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on. And Kadri Ismail, the former NFL receiver. He works for the Ravens now as a broadcaster. He will join us. Now, full disclosure, we didn't think of having Kadri Ismail on. Todd's son got into Syracuse. And then all of a sudden there was a tweet that Kadri Ismail then said, hey, thumbs up to your son going to my alma mater, Syracuse. It was a congratulatory tweet that had a bunch of little oranges for like a little emoji. And I thought, wow, Kadri Ismail is following me or found out that my son's going to Syracuse and he's excited about it. And then Todd goes, hey, do you want to have Kadri Ismail on? I did more than that. I pitched him hard. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, we have to have him on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Rockets brother, Ravens are doing well. We have to. Yeah. Who else would you have on to talk about the Ravens? Did he help your son get into Syracuse? I can't talk about that. Okay. Did you reach out to Jim Beheim to see if he would help your son get into Just for the bar mitzvah video. Okay. That's it? Nothing related to getting into school. All right. Although I did go on a tour a few months ago, and I saw him down the hall. but I didn't say hi or anything, but I thought that was kind of cool that I peeked and just out of the uh, corner of my eye, saw Coach Beheim going into his office for a second, and that was kind of a little thrill. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. I'm tired already. I'm exhausted. I wore you out a yes, little Yes, you did. Sorry. This morning you did. You did. Before the show you did. And I said, oh, no. Todd. Doing dial his it, impersonations. Dial it down a little. But you were doing your impersonation to no one in particular. I was not. I was I, sitting here all alone, actually. Yeah, you were. I got here like 6.30 this morning talking to myself. And I didn't even know the impersonation that that's you're what doing made it with really, Bernie That's what really upset me. It's like, what is that? I, I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, it's Bernie Sanders. And I go, oh, okay. Yeah, Paul. What's the psychology of, of Todd being so excited before taking a week off? It, it, it happens every year. Whenever we take a week off, he's shot out of a cannon on the Friday beforehand. Well, also Friday, Fritzy, when he's got you know three or four guests booked, then then you'll get this. Yes, yeah, he's been doing this. Uh, have you guys noticed that Todd's sending this running total of like uh, only seventeen shows in the next thirty-four days? Not bad. I did do that a few times. He's done that <laughs> several times where he's got this running clock of like, hey, guess what? We only have to do this much time it, it, no it wasn't so much we have to do it was just like i guess maybe it's just the stress <laughs> of the uh the grind of you know worrying about the guests every day and it's nice to know there's a period of time where you can kind of go about your business and not worrying about the guest list and things like that it wasn't like you know i i love what i do but i also love going on vacation and being in hawaii and sitting by a beach i think we all can agree to, to that where it's you know getting up 5 30 in the morning is not a great time sometimes in the freezing cold but you know what it's all good and it's friday and I think this is the last show till January 6th, and I'm, it's relaxing to know that I don't have to stress again for another week and a half about who's coming on in two weeks, and back to you in the studio. That's really that's really all it is. I'm looking forward to some Traeger grill after the show, and 
very nice. We have your holiday party, and then I'm going to Hawaii. Then my son got into Syracuse. I'm a happy guy. Still dealing with these damn hemorrhoids. But you know what? All in all, everything is good heading into the new year as we wrap up a beautiful decade. And preparation with lidocaine, not getting the job done. Just letting you know. Maybe I'm not putting it on right. It came with like this little thing that you're supposed to attach to the front of the tube. But I'm not going to use that. That looks painful. You done? Yeah, I'm done. All right. If I didn't talk, I'm going to guess you would have continued to talk. The show would be, it would be like 11.54 and change, and the show would be over. And then that's, that's how the show would end. Stat of the day, play of the day, poll question, all of that coming up. Uh, Bucks beat the Lakers last night. Battle of the NBA's two best teams. And... I'd caution reading too much into the result. You know, the Lakers were at the end of a long road trip, and the outcome might have been different if they were playing in Los Angeles. Uh, A seven-game series between these two would be a whole lot of fun. I think uh, if you don't have a dog in the fight, you'd sign up for that if you're just an NBA fan. But, uh, you know, here's the problem. The NBA and the TV networks that carry the product, they've signed up for a lot of Pelicans and Warriors games, and that's not working out well. Because the Warriors aren't going to be good this year. And I don't know if Zion plays this year for the Pelicans. But LeBron against the Greek Freak, that, that was more like it. That felt like a playoff game last night. And, and, you know, there's also that feel of the torch being passed. Because you're watching the Greek Freak. And when he first started to emerge as a really good player. And I remember watching him saying, if he ever gets a jumper, it won't be fair. Well, he's got the jumper. It's here. And he's actually a very, he's a good three-point shooter. Not great, but not bad. And not afraid to take the three. So now you have to honor the three. And if you start to look at, you know, what he's doing, we know when he gets into the paint that it's over. He's death. But he had 34 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. And I like that he had fun. He put the crown on. He said, you know, I'm, I'm now the king. I like it. I like that he wants it that he wants to be great, and he's improved every year. The great ones always add something to their game. Go down through history. The great ones add something to their game every year, and that's what impresses me the most about him is he could stay where he was and still be one of the you know five best players in the game for a long time. He wants to be the best player in the game. He's already been the MVP, but he went five of eight from three-point range last night. He's 13 of 23 in eight games this month from three-point range. That's where it's not fair. There's nobody like him. Anthony Davis, to me, was the Greek freak before the Greek freak, but the Greek freak now adding the the three-point shot. And Anthony Davis worked on this a couple of years ago where he wanted to add the three-point shot. Uh, And you saw that last night. You know, look, he's coming back from the ankle injury. But there's a, there's a big difference between the Greek freak and any other big man. Although I will say this, and nobody would notice this, and maybe because I have no life I notice this, Carl Anthony Towns has put up unbelievable numbers this year. But he plays for Minnesota. Nobody's following the Timberwolves but me. And Carl Anthony Towns as... I mean, he, he's not the Greek freak, but he, as your traditional big man, like his numbers, if you said you can have Joel Embiid or Carl Anthony Towns, before you say, well, of course you would take Joel Embiid. 
Paulie, give me the numbers on my guy Carl Anthony Towns. The big cat is averaging 26.5 points, 12 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and he's now become a volume three-point shooter. He's averaging uh, eight three-point attempts per game. He's averaging 42% from three. He's one of the best, not centers, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And there's a stat out there, um, guys who have had the season that he's having, there's only two guys who have been in the history. I'm going to let you guess. There's only two guys in the history of the NBA who who have 25 points per game, over 10 rebounds, over four assists, and over 40% from three for a season. Carl Anthony Towns and one other player in NBA history. Who wants it? 25, 10, four assists, and over 40% from three. Yeah, the over 40% from three-point range. It's from a generation ago, and it's a very famous player. Larry Legend? Larry Bird. Yeah, well, yes, McLovin. But the team stinks, so those numbers mean absolutely zilch. Well, I don't think they mean nothing. Good points on a bad team mean less than nothing. They mean zero. I Someone's got to shoot. Someone's got to score. But The but, shooting percentage is actually pretty good. Yeah, the, the shooting percentage is what is key in this. That means something. But why is the team bad then? I saw the, I've seen the T-Wolves play a couple times. They're not threatening at all. No. But is it because of Carl Anthony Towns? It's just empty points and bad games. It's kind of okay, like... Then why don't we have other players who are doing this on bad teams? Well, it was like Tobias Harris scored 20 on bad teams and came to the Sixers and wasn't the same player. But yeah, all the You're bad teams You're talking about have, Tobias Harris being an all-star this year. Yeah, I actually like him now, but all the bad teams have 20-point-a-game <laughs> scores. They all, they all do. They, who, tell me somebody who's putting up those numbers on a bad team. Zach Levine. He's putting up numbers through the roof, and they're terrible at the Chicago Bulls, and I love them. But... He's probably an all-star too, isn't he? Maybe. I mean, that, not, no, Towns' numbers are exceptional. You're absolutely right. But I just, I can't give him full credit if the team can't win. He should be winning games. He's disappointing, isn't he? If he can do that. But he, he's got to, he's playing. It's not one-on-one. Giannis doesn't have anyone around him. He's got Chris Middleton. He's the best team in the league. Dante DiVincenzo? <laughs> the big ragu? But I feel like wins should be part of this stat. Well, there's the Greek freak, and then there's everybody else. I'm just saying, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, sometimes you look through the, the paper and you see the stats and you go, oh, wow, I didn't know he was averaging that. Or oh, I didn't know he was shooting that percentage. It was just one of those that Carl Anthony Towns won't be mentioned on any other show today, and I thought maybe I would just give him some some love today. Fritzy, call he's, for Carl Anthony Towns. See what he's doing. I'm on it. Okay. But wait. Would you take him over Embiid? Yes. Oh. Right now? Embiid, yeah, but Embiid is when it counts is really good. I don't know how healthy he is, and I don't yeah. know if he wants to be great. That, that, my knock on Embiid is we might look back on his career and go, what could have been? That's just my feeling with him. I think he's, he's a wonderful player to watch. He's fun, big personality. He doesn't shoot the three as well as Carl Anthony Towns does. But you were saying about Giannis having to add something. It doesn't feel like Embiid is adding things throughout his game. You know, yeah. like that next step, whatever, it seems to be missing. I think he's adding things to his diet is, is what he's adding to. But I, I don't know if Embiid wants to be great. That This is what I love about the Greek freak, is that he wants to be great. The fact that he you know acted like he was putting on the crown last night right in front of LeBron, I loved it. Because it feels like there was a passing of the torch. Now, I still love watching LeBron. Uh, I'm not surprised Milwaukee won that game. The Lakers did come back and certainly made it interesting. But you know, it, it's a regular season game in December. 
If these two go toe to toe in June, you know that that's where you make your mark on history. Yeah, Paul. The the honest thing with the crown, it kind of reminded me from a generation ago. You ever see that documentary about the '92 Dream Team and Larry Bird and Jordan, all those guys, and they play in this scrimmage for two hours, just a battle. And Jordan at the end got the upper hand and and beat them. And Bird didn't even play in the scrimmage because his back was hurt. And Magic and Jordan were going at it. And as they're walking out, heading to the showers, Bird and Magic are sitting there just getting a sip of water and getting ready to leave. And Jordan walks by. He goes, boys, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> he actually said there's a new sheriff in town to Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And Bird looks at him and goes, he ain't lying. No. And Because they had no argument. Uh, I've been looking through the tweets this morning. I finally found one that's complimentary for you, Todd. Uh, Kish 2000. My wife says she loves Fritzy. Fritzy makes her day. She loves his Denver Broncos hat and sweater. That's so, very nice. So I found one. and uh, I found several that went in the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Fritzy shut up already. Someone give him NyQuil, slow down, slow down. How many coffees did I have? Uh, Fritzy, uh, he wanted Cadre Ismail on. And uh, and you got it. Syracuse I, alum. Yeah. I know he won some Super Bowl against the Giants like 19 years ago, but Syracuse alum. Are we going to just have Syracuse alum call in If we in could, now? if you don't mind, that would be nice. Marvin Harrison calling in, Dwight Freeney. A lovely idea. Jerry McNamara. Donovan McNabb, let's get them all. Yeah. Chris Sims will join us, and then Mark Jackson from uh, ESPN, their NBA analyst. So we'll take a break here. We'll talk Ravens football here coming up and uh, the rest of the NFL. Some interesting point spreads here. Uh, have that for you coming up. It's 18 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BETNOW to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. FC. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. What poll questions are you considering, McLevin? Well, we already have one up on DP Show app, danpatrick.com. Do you want to hear Fritzy's holiday headlines? Early results, 59% yes. So if you want to vote no, get there fast. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about. So we addressed this the other day. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I enjoy seeing a car crash occasionally. <laughs> Only 59% are into it. That's almost a little better than a coin flip. That's not great news. Yeah, I I think you should take it, Todd. If you get sure. <laughs> 51%, you should take it there. 50.001. What else do you have, McLovin? So we have a lot of all-decade lists out This uh, at the end of the 2010s. There's one that was interesting. Who is the athlete of the 2010s? Um, we could put that out there. USA Today, I could give you their top five. LeBron, Serena, Tom Brady, Simone Biles, Usain Bolt, and Steph Curry are amongst them. Okay. I'm going to say LeBron. Probably LeBron. 
LeBron started his championship run during the 10s. So, yeah, that, it's all been contained in this decade. Okay. Over Brady as an option? Is that one that... Oh, I don't know. I'm just going by what their list probably said. I, oh, yeah. To... No, you're right. LeBron is one. Oh, okay. Yeah, LeBron's one, Serena two, Serena and Brady two. three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Paul. If I change that poll by one word and say most impactful athlete of the past 10 years, would you up Steph Curry? Because I think he changed the direction of the three-point the league and it, the trickle-down effect. So if you just change, make it impactful, would you change your pick? Yeah, I, I said this a while ago about Steph Curry. He gives hope to everyone to play the game. Because Michael Jordan is the best player, but you can't play like Michael. It feels like you have a chance to play like Steph Curry. And I think as we look back, the impact that Steph will have on the actual playing of the game it will be as impactful, if not more so, than Michael Jordan's. Jordan was spectacular, obviously, and he, you know, he won his six titles. He never lost. But Steph Curry gave hope to every kid out there who may be six feet, maybe six one, six two. You don't have to jump out of the gym. You have to have a great handle. Obviously, obviously, you have to have talent, but he gives you hope that you might be able to. There's a possibility that you could play. I watch Michael Jordan. I, I don't go, man, I could be just like him. Steph Curry, I look at and I go, okay. If I was younger and followed what he does and how he does it, there's a chance. I have no chance of being Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Yeah, Paul. You go back to that 2015-16 season, his breakout season, where he was 30 points, 45% from three. He took 11 threes a game. I can remember when we would go down to New York City to do the show, and they were on that winning streak. We would plan our meals that we go out on to, to make sure we could watch the Warriors. We're like, right, we got to see where they're playing tonight. When was the last time you did that in the NBA? Back then? Maybe? Uh, you know, it feels like Luca now, you're, it's appointment viewing. Not not as much Trey Young, but Luca is something unique. Greek Freak. The Greek Freak you should watch. You may not watch. You may not look at Milwaukee and say that's a, an exciting team. They're a very good team. But the Greek Freak, though, what he does, like you just don't see. If I said to you 15 years ago, you're going to have somebody who not from the United States. He's from Greece, and he's going to come over here and change the way big men play. Because we thought we had seen everything from a big man. When, when you had, you know, Dirk, a seven-footer, taking you out and, and primarily being a jump shooter. So you had that, and you go, and then Kevin Durant. Like, Durant is spectacular as a seven-footer. He, he got a handle. He's got range. Uh, you know, he's good both you know, offensively, defensively. Greek Freak is now changing that. Like, the most talented big man that we've probably ever seen. If you look at just athleticism, start there. Then you add that he can beat you off the dribble. He can take four dribbles and go from one end of the floor to the other one and dunk on you. And now he's added the three-point shot. I mean, that's scary. Because there's no answer for him. In today's NBA where you can't put your hands on somebody, and if he gets ahead of steam and starts moving, but now you got to respect the three? Man. I'd, I'd hate to have that assignment where they go, yeah, you got the Greek freak. Yes, McLevin. USA Today also has a list of teams of the decade. And talking about influence, they list the, two, uh, the Women's World Cup team as the number one team of the decade over Alabama, New England, Golden State. But what is the influence? Uh, getting young women involved. Uh, but, but we went through this before with Brandy Chastain. And, and maybe this is, you know, the, the fruits of that. 
of something that happened back then. Uh, but, you know, Mia Hamm and, and you know, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the imp- like the impact is probably not going to be felt for a few years. Right. Well, they, they're arguing, too, that they were particularly successful this decade. They won the last two and they were runners up in 2011. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, New England, Golden State had pretty good runs. But, but also being successful and being impactful are two different things here. Because the Warriors Absolutely. were successful and impactful. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you'll see teams that are just successful, but that doesn't mean they're impactful. Have the Patriots impacted things? Or? Um, hmm. I don't know what the impact would be with the Patriots. They, they've, they've been successful, but they've also been memorable for negative things too. So they're, but I don't know if they've had an impact. Like Lamar Jackson has had an impact, or at least he could. But I don't know if you know he's going to change the quarterbacking position all by himself. Where now we're going to look at that's how you that's who you want playing that position. I don't know that. Uh, speaking of Lamar Jackson, Kadri uh, Ismail, former NFL wide receiver, won a Super Bowl as well. Syracuse legend. Uh, he works for the Ravens uh, pre and post game coverage, and Kadri uh, joins us now. Kadri, good morning. How are you? Dan, what's going on with you? Now, true or false, did you help Todd Fritz's son get into Syracuse? I pulled some strings for him. Okay. I kind of made a couple calls. Yep, that's what we thought. That's right. Thanks for being honest. Listen, we want him on. We're going to go ahead, bring him in. It's going to enhance the school's credibility. (laughs) Boom. We had him in there. All right. Um... Yeah, I told Todd he can't just start booking Syracuse alum. You know, Rob Conrad, he wanted to have on today, Dwight Freeney today, and Jerry McNamara. And I said, no, probably, you know, just one Syracuse uh, alum. Uh, do, the, do your Ravens have any issues? Like, as you take this team goes into the postseason, what is the biggest concern you have for the Ravens? So I think if you look at the last few weeks, kind of shockingly, I would say, special teams. And here's why. You know with the playoffs, field position matters. Big plays matter. Um, you know, momentum, capturing it, keeping it, it definitely is something that, you know, you, you covet when you, you get into the postseason. For the Ravens, I think with Justin Tucker, for example, you know, missing an extra point and, you know, everyone in – MNC Bank Stadium, you know, we're holding our collective breath because that's just unheard of. You know, you talk about the most accurate kicker in, you know, league history. Uh, you look at, you know, Sam Cook getting his punt blocked, and you just look at, you know, just how incredible he's been and the way he's been able to uh, just place the ball when he punts it to wherever, you know, he's at on the field. And so, you know, little mistakes like that, I think, you know, can uh, can hurt a team. And so, no, I think that's first and foremost. But then also, there have been little, you know, kind of chinks in the armor defensively, uh, whether it be the 49ers uh, getting to the outside and, and really getting big chunk plays in a running game. We saw that uh, back in week four with Nick Chubbs and the way he was able to, uh, you know, run it so effectively against the Ravens. Obviously, from a passing attack standpoint, um, that's something where I think at times there have been breakdowns in communication. Uh, and a, a, a more seasoned playoff quarterback can take advantage of some of the mistakes. So 
Well, what, you know, there's some chinks there. There's nothing that's necessarily perfect. Give me the team that you don't want to face in the postseason. I think uh, AFC, they match up pretty pretty well against everyone. I know New England just because of their experience. And, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, that little mastermind of his trying to figure out, you know, the way in which Greg Roman and, and Lamar kind of operate. I think, you know, they would be the one that would kind of be the thorn in the side. I, I would probably say them. Everybody else, I think they match up really well against, I think, NFC. So if it became a, a game where, yeah, you know, what does the Super Bowl look like? I would not want to face a 49ers team. I think the 49ers, their speed on their defense, but at the same time, the way in which their offense operates, uh, it's incredibly difficult to defend, and I think they would be uh, the one that I wouldn't want to see the Ravens face. If I would have told you in August, Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP, what would you have said? Um, yeah. Let's put some money on it, and I probably would have not necessarily bet against him just for the sake of it, but from what I saw, you know, as the season wound down in 2018, the off season you just don't know. And I've said this before, rookies, when you get into the league, you have your strengths, and it takes a guy to figure out how to work on his weaknesses and oftentimes it might be their second or third year, maybe even fourth year before they finally get it and make their weaknesses, their strengths, and be a complete player. For the position of quarterback, I mean, heck, we've seen that, you know, throughout where guys, it takes them forever to kind of, you know, become an upper-tier quarterback. And so for Lamar, who was having difficulty, you know, throwing the football to, you know, the way he came into camp, you know, tight spirals, uh, you know, the way he was having a command of the offense and, the way he grew, you know, right from the jump going down to Miami um, and just carrying it through the season, it's, it's, it's remarkable. Um, my hat's off to him for his, his hard work and his dedication to improving his craft. Who knew that uh, Mark Ingram was uh, the stand-up comedian, the host of this team? Feels like he's been the biggest proponent, uh, advocate, cheerleader for Lamar Jackson. If you need a hype man, <laughs> you go ahead and get him. Uh, Mark Ingram, I, I mean, last year, you know, when, you know, the, obviously the season is over and offseason, everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, who's going to fill in the, the leadership void? And, you know, guys, this, this team is going to look, you know, different. And, you know, because for years you've had those big-name guys. You've had the Terrell Suggs and, you know, clearly Ray and, and Ed. And, you know, you had some big-name players, Steve Smith Sr. on the offensive side, whatever. But I think for this team and, and the way they just it, – it's like Mark has been here his entire career. That's, yeah. that's what we've seen with, with him and just how he's been uh, in his leadership role and, and just his, his, his hype man role with, with Lamar. I think it's perfect. Did you ever race your brother? <laughs> Dan, so let, let's just say it on your show for, for once and for all. If there was ever a question that has been asked by me from every freaking Notre Dame <laughs> alumni to the history of man, oh, my God, I've seen your brother play. Oh, he's so fast. Hey, who's faster? 
<laughs> and you got to understand, zero to 10 yards. I kid you not. Tim Brown was talking to me the one time. We were down in Dallas hanging out. It was Tim, my brother, James Jett, Alexander Wright, and Willie Galt. Oh. Arguably, they can all run 4.3 seconds in a 40-yard dash in their sleep. Tim was like, I don't think people understand just how fast your brother is. We would all be doing sprints, and literally the first zero to ten, your brother is three yards ahead of us. My brother has that otherworldly first step speed that you just can't teach. The DNA was passed on to him, and when my father and my mom were like trying to get together, they forgot to give it to me. Okay? <laughs> All right? That, that's, that's how we're going to leave okay, it. Okay, okay, but Rocket Ishmael, who was runner-up at uh, Notre Dame for the Heisman and one of the fastest players who's ever played the sport, they, they, somebody said that he was clocked under 4-2. Is that right? 419 was his official. And your best was? 432. I was slow. I mean, that's fast, but that's slow. That's fast, but it's slow. It, it, it will get you by people, but it won't, like, just put the fear of God <laughs> in the defensive back. Defensive like, back will think he has a chance against me. Like 43. 43 is one of the fastest times in the NFL when you were playing. But you're not even close to being the fastest guy in your own family at the time. Correct. That's yeah, good. it was like he would run, and, and I just – I've learned – see, people talk about being competitive. Oh, you got to be competitive, man. You gotta, I'm like, bro, I've learned the art of being content. <laughs> There's slow, and then there is, you know, give them a burst of slow. And, oh, and that's man. what I would do. I will give them a burst of slow. I'm, I'm content with being just average fast. <laughs> Four three is average fast in your in your household. What do you think? Yes. What do you think Rocket would run the forty now? So we actually were up in New York. He was inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame, and you know we we're sitting there, and I'm watching his highlight tape. Him and I think Tory Holt was up there. Tory Holt was was you know great as far as his highlight at North Carolina State. And then my brothers got up on there. I was like, whoa, unreal, just. Blazing. And I think I could take him now, though. I think I can. He had some ice cream up on the dais. The belly was looking a little bit different. I think I could take him. It took, it took a long time, but you, you finally got him where you, where you want him, where you can finally beat your brother in a 40-yard dash. 49 years, Dan, and I think I can finally get him. Cadre, great to hear from you, and uh, have fun with the Ravens. Maybe we'll see you at the Super Bowl, and uh, give our best to your brother as well. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me on, as always. That's Kadri Ismail, the former NFL wide receiver. I think he actually had a better pro career than Rocket did. He Rocket put, went a few years to Canada, right? Yeah. But he, he put up some good numbers there in the NFL. But Rocket, was a, that was a different gear. There's just certain guys that you see and you go, oh, that's different. And Rocket was one of those guys. All right, we'll take a break. Play of the day coming up, and we'll get the results. Should Fritzy be able to do his mock... Well, what are we calling these? Your your Christmas, your holiday sports names? Yeah, that's fine. Holiday sports names. All right. We'll, uh, we'll check out the poll results here. And uh, play of the days up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. If you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. And that's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, that's Z-O-R-O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for your businesses of any size and almost any industry. 
Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the United States. You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping of orders of $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business to shop for, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan to sign up for a Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. That's Zorro.com slash Dan. Sign up for the Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play. The play is of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Giannis pulls up for his fifth three. God! A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three for the MVP. 14 point lead for the Bucks. Five made three pointers for Giannis. A career high for one game. I guess this is Greek music there. This is generic Greek music, traditional Greek music there. For the Greek Freak, that's uh, courtesy of the Bucks Radio Network. Giannis, 5 of 8 from 3-point range. As the Bucks beat the Lakers, the Greek Freak has steadily improved his 3-point percentage this year. In October, he was shooting 14%. November, 31%. So far in December, 45%. Look out, NBA. Play of the Day brought to you by True Car and Sports, a top-notch organization, has it all. Like a great front office, incredible personnel, no different when it comes to buying or selling your car. You need an MVP. Visit True Car when you're ready to discover, buy, or sell your next car. True Car. McLovin, update the poll results if you can. Do you want to hear Fritzy's holiday headlines? 72% yes. Oh, God. What is that reaction? I mean... Oh, gosh, that sounds awesome. Thank you. We addressed the grievances. When are you ready for your name? I could do it anytime. I got a few extra ones during the break, actually. You could never you, have enough. Do you guys want to get this out of the way? Get it out of the way. See, again, it's kind of skewing negative. Are you guys that. anxious to have it right now? How's e- that eager talk? is a better word. Anxious, anxious is like nervous, like stressed out. Okay. It. I don't want you guys to follow my lead. You can laugh if you want. So if, if I laugh, you don't have to laugh. And if I don't laugh, you can still laugh, okay? An honest assess- assessment of Todd's sports-related holiday names. And here we go. Oh, no, don't we, don't we need music? Do we have anything holiday music to just help out, Todd? Something a little more festive? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. All right, let's see if what we, you got here. If we really need to. Yeah, I think we do. Oh, you know what's the song we were just talking about? Hold on a second. Okay. 
And I like to dress this up if we can. It's like putting earrings on a pig. Oh, once again. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this is necessary. on. My bad. That's not necessary. Okay. Earrings on a pig? All right, lipstick on a pig. How's that? Mm, slightly better. Here we go. Here's Todd's festive holiday sports-related name. Now, you want to just read them real fast because there's a lot of names? Or save some for next segment? You don't well, want let's to just see how you do. All right. I, I want to start with a Syracuse alum, Rakim Christmas. Rakim uh, Christmas. That's a, that's a, I think that's a good one to dig out of the hat there. Yeah, I, you lost me on it. How about Mary Decker Slaney? Mary Decker Slaney. No, I got okay, it. Sorry. Uh, Martin St. Louis. Martin St. Louis. Chestnut McLaughlin. What, 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 Saints, like, you know, Christmas Saints? I don't. I Saints. don't. Okay. Saints? Saints? That's not part of, like, Christmas Saints? That's not a thing? You're off to a bad start. St. Nicholas. St. Nick. Martin if you, if you said, like, St. Nicholas Lidstrom. St. Nick Swisher. Did I save it? I don't know if I saved okay, it. Okay, that was bad. Right. Chestnut McLaughlin. I like that one. All right. Chester McLaughlin. Okay, there's a British Olympic triathlete named Bethlehem Potter. Beth Potter. So I went with Bethlehem Potter. That was a reach. Adam Silver. Nick Silver Bells. Jack Snow. It was a great yeah, uh, Ram. Yeah, we get that one every year. Dave Frost. Chili Davis. Nativity Thurman. Who is who is Dave Frost? Dave Frost was a Major League Baseball pitcher. Dave Frost. Okay. I had a pitch for the Angels and the Red Sox. Nativity like is pretty funny. Nativity That Thurman. one's good. That I like that one. Kyle Rudolph, recent guest on the show. Yeah. With his nose so bright. Yeah. Rob Reindeer. We did that one. Donner Mattingly. Step up to the uh, sleigh, Donner Mattingly. Does anybody help you with these? No, they should. I guess. <laughs> Is that where you were going with that? Yeah. All right. I had a. I had Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Is that a Julio? Yeah. Darius Slay. Remember him, Darius Slay. Yeah. Yeah. Playbills. Yeah. Cole Beasley. The coal in your stock. No, I got it. I got it. Jimmy Clausen. Like Santa Claus. Jimmy Clausen. Work with me a little bit. I, I, no, that one's better than right. the- Star of David Robinson. Got to get the, uh, the Jewish folk involved. All right. Tim Gelt, you'll never get what that is. Gelt is, you know, the chocolate money league at Tim Gelt. He's the director of public relations, or he used to be, for the Denver Nuggets. Tim Gelt. <laughs> See, I that's couldn't leave funny. him out. Tim Gelt? How perfect. That's funny. Ronnie Lockes. You know you love your potato lockes with the applesauce and the salad. Uh, Marlon Maccabee. Marlon Maccabee. Okay. Okay. All right. Oil can boy. The oil, you know, the light with the oil. That's a Jewish thing. Yeah, I'm not up okay, on that. That's all right. We'll talk about yeah, it Yeah, Paul. I think I'm enjoying Hanukkah names way better than <laughs> overall holiday And you're going to love Julie Foudy. Got to love Julie Foudy. I got here Joe Hornament. Joe Hornament. Joe Horn. Yeah. Okay. Patrick Reith. If you have a list when you're talking about Patrick Reith, <laughs> you get Patrick Reith. Satan Nick Swisher, we you're, did. You're actually... We're doing all right. There's some new ones. You're good in a bad way. Okay. Or bad in a good way. Okay, you're not going to get this one either unless you've played with a dreidel recently. Justin Gimmelstab. That's one of the Hebrew letters on the dreidel. There's the shin, there's the nun, there's the gimel, there's the hay. Okay. And that's how I got John Hadel, former 49er quarterback. I like John, John Hadel. Yeah. Michael Nunn, or Nun, is, which is, you got Nun, which is like a Christmassy thing a little bit, but Michael Nun, Nun is also on the wait, dreidel. Wait, wait, what is a Nun? I don't like a crit like like but for when you go to midnight mass you might no, want to do a nun. No, I don't no, know how it works. There's no nuns. No nuns show up to midnight mass. No, That's ridiculous. No, they're not allowed to go. I, I don't think see... those will be the first people seated. I don't. I I don't see nuns when I go. That's to... right. So we do Michael Cap- Nun. Nun again is another Hebrew letter on the on the okay. dreidel on the right. on the top. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, D'Angelo Hall, as in decking them. Mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard. Do you hear what I hear? The Shepherd Boy, Sterling Shepherd. I like that song. 
Antonio Parson Brown. He's been in the news. You still haven't. I gave you this a couple of years okay, ago. Andy, Andy Midnight Massersmith. I know you love Andy Massersmith. But it's Midnight Massersmith yeah, today. Yeah, that's not good. Ron Eggnogloff. Ron Egg, remember Ron Eggloff, the Bronco tight end. Ron Eggnog. That's not good either. Okay. How Ron, about Hanukkah Sorenstam? There you go. Oh. That's, see, why do you got to be a topper? <laughs> topper. See what I did? Topless. The dreidel. <laughs> yeah. Raphael Landis toy. Astro yes, infielder. Yeah. So, like, he for Yuletide, he won't go with Yuli Guriel, who is his own team's first baseman. And yeah, that's he, even better. That's why we throw it out but to it, everybody. Chester McLaughlin hasn't played in 25 years. But it's Chestnut <laughs> McLaughlin today. That's what makes it good. This is so bad. Raphael Landis toy, like a toy that you get for Christmas. About wrapping it up. Randy Cross, Rick Upchurch, Rowdy Roddy Piper's Piping. <laughs> I think that's good. Jesus Shuttlesworth from Abraham Lincoln High School. Uh, seven Lynn Swans are swimming. Okay. Goose Gossage and Geese Osby. Right? Okay. Uh, five Golden Tate. Five Golden Tate or five Golden Richards, you know, depending on how far okay. back you go. Yeah. Four Larry Bird, three Frenchie Fuqua, <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree Rollins. <laughs> Nerlens Noel, Angel Cabrera, Ken Naughty Jr. Ken Naughty Jr., if he knows if you're naughty or nice. I remember that from last year. Ken Vonnie Holiday, Michelle Kwanzaa. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, inclu- I'm inclusive. They're no, inclusive. no, you're very inclusive. Candy Maldonado. Tyler, the creator, gave me George Kittlecorn. I have a lot of others. Can I we hope say so? No, no, no. Can I have a let me lot do the others? others? I, I do. I, I hope we recorded this. I have this one other page. Because I'm just going to play this next year. Oh, Mike Tannenbaum. <laughs> Elfred Williams. Elf. Elfred Williams. Quadri- the missile, the mistletoe. We just had the mistletoe on the show. And Bobby's Silent Night. That was from Shifty. He tweeted that. Sorry, America. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.